Welcome to the Powerhouse podcast series, Moments in Time, where we explore objects from the Powerhouse collection. I'm your host, Natasha Bernabe, and today's object is a dragonfly brooch. This one is made of diamond, sapphire and silver, dating from around 1875. It forms part of the Anne Schofield collection, gifted to the museum in 2023. I've been fascinated with jewellery since my grandmother gave me a dragonfly pendant. Through time, insects have taken on different meanings to different peoples. Our dragonfly brooch, for example. It was made in England at the end of the First Industrial Revolution, a time of great social, political and cultural change. And that was its secret meaning, transformation and change. Imagine it. Queen Victoria was 30 years into her reign. The British Empire was rich with the loot of colonisation. People worked in factories full of machines powered by steam. It was dirty, it was loud, and it was smelly. But at the same time, there was also a growing middle class, made rich by industrialisation, with a disposable income and time to spare. And with that time, people were trying to understand the natural world. Think of the work of Charles Darwin on the origin of species and his scientific theory of evolution. Jewellery came to reflect that fascination with nature and insect jewellery was the height of fashion. Much of it would have been basic, stamped out by machines or cast in various materials, something for every price point. But our dragonfly brooch would have been special. Made in the middle of Victoria's reign, Think opulence. Its wings were perforated silver, paved with diamonds so they would shimmer. Its body was made of frames that were open underneath, also set with diamonds, allowing more light into the stones to make them glisten. And the new technique of claw was used to set the sapphire, optimising the amount of light that could penetrate the gem. Quite innovative, really. All these tiny details made the brooch appear to move in the light. Earlier in Victoria's reign, stones appeared dull and lifeless by comparison because they were closed in underneath. And towards the end of her reign, as both setting and stone-cutting techniques improved, jewels became more refined, lighter, delicate. Discoveries in science were being turned into innovations in industry and transformed what was possible in the decorative and applied arts. Thinking about where the stones may have come from, South Africa, India, or even Australia, by the time this piece was made, gold, diamonds, and sapphires were being mined by free settlers around Bathurst. Transportation to the colony of New South Wales had ended. It's a nice idea to think that the stones have come home. This brooch is currently on display at Powerhouse Museum Ultimo as part of the 1001 Remarkable Objects exhibition. 